0: Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Poppinion. Pop
1: Pinions. You
0: knocked all the batteries out of it.
1: Oh, so that's yeah, why.
0: Can't be on air today. Shucks. Just in the dark.
1: No. How's it going, Jack? How are you?
0: I'm, g- <laughs> I'm good. Uh, this is episode 161.
1: Episode 161. Anagram? Yeah, anagram. Right? I, uh, 161.
0: I didn't know if you had anything for 161
1: got the on-air sign we're already. on air now whoo it was a close call
0: Um <laughs> uh, okay so I'll, I'll go first yeah you go first all right uh i'm doing very well okay um a lot of sports go, yes go sports
1: go sports april and october go sports
0: uh we've got the nhl still they did um oh excuse me you can't and sorry, you can't sleep here.
1: Oh, sorry, I was just nodding off for a second.
0: Uh, NHL had for the second time in history all the teams play on one day. That's crazy. Or all uh, thirty-two. They've done it with thirty, but you can't do it with thirty-one because that's an odd number.
1: Yeah, it is. You're right. Yeah. So three,
0: they can't have three teams play.
1: They would just be playing by themselves. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm glad you said it that way. um Oh. <laughs> and then uh, we got the World Series on tap. Okay. Do you know? Could you tell me one team that's in?
1: Absolutely it? not. I I couldn't even, I, nothing. I have like it's blank. It's like crickets up there.
0: What if I told you it's the deserts versus
1: Arizona? Yep. Okay.
0: Versus um, a, an entire state.
1: Texas. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Arizona, oh Texas. Those are they're playing in the World Series. Yeah. Like it's we're in the World Series. Like it's
0: it starts tomorrow.
1: Okay. Thursday.
0: No. T- today's Thursday. Today's Thursday. Yeah. Of course it's Thursday. We don't it's, record ahead of time. No, no. It's
1: Friday. Tomorrow's... Tomorrow's... It's Friday. F- tomorrow's Friday. Yep.
0: Okay. Uh, so, yeah. A lot of sports. Um, Recently watched uh, the HBO show Love and Death. Yes. Elizabeth Olsen. Mm-hmm. Very Ex- good.
1: Excellent show.
0: Yep. That you watched four out of the seven episodes.
1: Yeah. It was weird. It's, well, because that's all that was like given to me. So, I watched them and then I really liked it and then i haven't followed up with it it's very strange yeah
0: watch the watch the whole thing so then you get the whole context of the show
1: yeah that's crazy
0: not just murder
1: yeah it's really good though it is very good jesse Plemons, really good
0: uh christopher ritter
1: who's the girl ruby no uh rube ruby anyways
0: ruth bader ginsburg um so yeah, that's how that's how I'm doing. Excellent. Case, how are you doing? You don't have any plans coming up, do you?
1: No, no. Um, Friday tomorrow I'm just gonna pop over to Iceland for just like a little bit.
0: It is it is a popover.
1: It is a pop it's only five hours and five and a bit.
0: I meant like the time of the trip.
1: Yeah. So we're going for six days and um it's to celebrate Nana and my big birthdays. So on my birthday, on my fiftieth birthday. I will be in Iceland. Yeah. So I'm really excited. I have no idea what to pack. People just keep saying layers to me because it's like colder than here, but it's not that cold. Like it's like three degrees and stuff. So I'm like, it's not that bad. Um, It's dark most of the day though. That'll be really weird. It's like 16 hours of darkness. So that'll be really weird. Um, Yeah. We have a few things booked and then a few, we're just going to see when we get there, kind of feel it out. And uh, yeah, so I'm really excited. I'm really excited. I think it'll be really fun. Yeah, I don't feel ready for it. Like I have to like pack and stuff, but you know, it'll all work out.
0: It will. This is not your type of packing, though.
1: No, normally I'd be like packed. Like, On any... it. Yeah. Um. I think because it's like, it's like unlike any other vacation I've done before. So I'm just not sure. Like when I went to Germany, it was like, hey, I need some like like some cute dresses and some like it was just simple like it seemed easy if I go to Mexico it's like I need bathing suits and some sundresses like this is like different for me so yeah but I'm excited about it and what else is new in my world can't think
0: Uh, I don't think you.
1: oh my god I can't believe I didn't say this my girlfriends my bestest girlfriends in the whole wide world And, and with Meg, uh, planned, sorry, I didn't want, I didn't want to like, I didn't (laughs) know how to, I didn't know how to put her in. Like she's my, she's my good girlfriend too. Um, so, uh, they planned a weekend surprise trip for me this past weekend and I knew nothing. I knew it was two of my friends and Meg were planning this trip. That's, that's what I knew in my head. And then my best friend from BC, Lisa, who I've mentioned before on here surprised me um we stayed at the cutest Airbnb it was just like a weekend that was just filled with so many like just great surprises totally geared towards me um like you know like you know how sometimes you're like oh we're gonna do this and someone would be like I don't like that like everything was like stuff I if I were planning that weekend it was stuff I would have done uh it was incredible it took me a couple days to recover from it in the way of like just so much like love and happiness and whatever and then it's like Monday you have to like go back to work you're like no no I like hanging out with my girlfriends please anyways so that was what's started my birthday celebrations then I go to Iceland then I get back and we celebrate here and you guys have a really fun gift for me but I'm gonna wait and save to tell until it happens but I'm really excited about it and I've that's all. That's it. So, yeah, no, I'm doing really well.
0: Uh, do you want to get into Casey's corner?
1: Yeah, so on Casey's corner today, we just have a couple of things. Um, Brittany's uh, Spears's book just came out on Tuesday. I am about three quarters of the way through. I'm listening to it. It is read by Michelle Williams, um, and it's um, at first I was like, yeah, this is okay. It's kind of like how she got started in the music industry. And then we got into like the whole Justin Timberlake stuff. And now it's we're at the point where she's had the kids and the breakdown. And it's actually pretty heavy for me. It's really sad. It's really sad. Like I think as a society we really failed her. And no one will be able to convince me otherwise. I think what she needed was just like love and compassion. And I think what she got was judgment. And um, and very harsh. Like people were very harsh and mean. And she had babies back to back. Like they were a year and a day apart like your hormones are so hard and her husband sounds like like at the time was you know he wanted to be a rapper and he was like ignoring her anyways from her point of view it was pretty sad um so I'm kind of in that stage right now of the book but it's still you know it's good to hear a lot of people were wondering was this really written by her and after listening to it I'm going to say 100% it is because it is Written, like when I'm listening to it, it is how she talks. Like it's, yeah. So I think it was 100% written by her, but recommend it. Um, SAG still on strike, unfortunately. Um, we're, I mean, I'm just hoping. It's just, it's got to come to an end soon so we can get some projects. Not only projects started, but so that people can go out and promote their projects that they've worked really hard on. And it isn't just those big name actors. There's a lot of people that uh, work on those movies. Excuse me. A lot of people that work on those movies that, you know, it's they're they're they rely on this income. So if you're not out promoting the movie, then if the movie doesn't do well, like, you know, it's just like it's such a circle, right? Um and I mean the last thing I'm just gonna quickly touch on is um Taylor was at Travis's game on Sunday looking adorable and um they left hand in hand and then he had a big party at his house that like whole party bus went and then she stayed a couple of days cause they were seen out and about at like restaurants and stuff. And it's just the cutest thing ever. I don't know. I just like, I love it so much. I think it's adorable.
0: Did you like the, the handshake with Brittany? Brittany?
1: I like when they were trying to plan it. I thought that was cuter than the actual handshake when they were like, okay, and then let's do this. Like I can just picture, you know, like it's just, it's fun. And, and I think, for right now there's so much shit in the world and everything is so dismal and whatever that this is just kind of a nice bright light to see two people like falling in love. Like, it's just cute. Like it's just, and she's excited and why not? Who cares? Right. And the people like all these toxic men that are like, this isn't football and they're all, what, who cares? Is it really bothering you that much? Then I think you need to look inward. Cause
0: yeah, I can say as a football fan does not, d- doesn't move any needle for me. Like, no. it like, like as that, it shouldn't like, <clears throat> like I'm, I'm not seeing it going like yes oh my god taylor's there and i'm also not like why is she there like they're supporting her boyfriend
1: exactly it's not a big it's not it's not a thing and i think people are making it more of a thing i i think the people that are making it a thing they should look a little more inward of why it's bothering them so much like okay it's just a new relationship i'm sure that it'll die down Maybe. (laughs) I
0: don't know. It's hard when it's football because you don't have that much. Like, it'll die down in February and March when he's done playing.
1: Exactly. And then he'll go on tour with her. And then that'll be even cuter. And I think he's handling it so well. I think, you know, like, he gets, go Taylor's boyfriend. And he just is fist bumping in the air. And, like, I think he's taking it all in stride. And I think that this is what she's always needed. Someone like, like this. So... I, I hope that this is her person, but that's it for Casey's Corner.
0: You don't want to talk about your Warriors?
1: My Warriors, um, they lost by four points, and that's sad. So I hope they do better. I, You know what, Jack, though? I, I Okay, so I'm going to say, I know that I said I was going to be a Warriors fan, but now that I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan and football, I don't know if I can do football and basketball.
0: So you'll jump into basketball in, like, February.
1: That's a good plan. That's what a lot after, of people do. After the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's fair. O- only, well, after the Super Bowl. I'll watch the Super Bowl regardless, but I would prefer if Kansas City's in it.
0: If Kansas City's there, I would set your over-under at three and a half quarters.
1: Right. Okay. So, yeah.
0: No no Chiefs? i uh, say maybe a quarter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Eagles. Eagles, I might, if they're in, I might, again, they would be similar because then Travis might be there too, right? He, supporting his he brother. He would definitely be there. Yeah. He would be there supporting his brother. Can you imagine if it's the two teams again, though? I don't know.
0: It'd be fun. be something I'd like to see.
1: Yeah? hmm Okay. That's it.
0: All right. On today's episode, our music-filled episode. Yes. Uh We have Almost Famous and Elvis for our IMCs. Yep. And then we're doing Needle Drops, which for anyone that doesn't know, a needle drop is a song used in a movie that was not specifically made for that movie.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. Let's rock, paper, scissors.
1: Okay. Rock, paper, scissors. Shoot. Jack one.
0: Um, I feel like you're just so excited to talk about your movie that uh, I'll do the football move. I'll defer and let you go first.
1: Thank you oh you guys I watched Elvis um okay I watched Elvis from 2022 musical drama 7.3 out of 10 which I think is generous um two hours 39 minutes it is director Baz Luhrmann which I will say I do love him okay I'm gonna say that for the record tagline the man the legend the king of rock and roll it's good it's It's decent Yeah. yeah it's decent it just yeah it says what it is great Austin Butler playing Elvis, Tom Hanks playing Colonel Tom Parker, Olivia DeJong playing Dej- I don't know if I said that right.
0: Probably DeYoung.
1: DeYoung. DeYoung. That's
0: how most Like is it like D E J or something? Yeah. Yeah, it's usually DeYoung.
1: DeYoung. Okay, she plays Priscilla. So l- it is the musical, it is the life of musical icon, Elvis Presley, from childhood to rock and roll star. It is like a biopic, right? Movie. So Tom Hanks plays Colonel Tom Parker. The opening scene is him collapsing at home. Um, he's very old at this point. He's rushed to the hospital. News outlets remember him as a liar, cheat and a comment, and he begins to narrate the story of how the man, how he gave the man. No, how he gave the king of rock and roll to the world i had it very backwards in my mind um so he thinks of himself as like hero because yeah. he gave them alvis but he wasn't the best person whatever so so we get that so the movie actually starts out like the first ten minutes are actually really fun like it's like this like movie montage but like split screens and it's moving really fast and it's like really entertaining and I was like oh I'm gonna love this movie it's so great um and then the actual movie started and it wasn't as great as I hoped so it starts back in like the mid 19 or mid 50s they're at this carnival and this kid comes over plays a record and he's like you know this is gonna be the this is gonna be the next biggest person whatever he's all excited about this music And Colonel Parker doesn't think it's marketable because it sounds like an African-American singing. Awesome. Racism. Um, And then he finds out it's a white singer. And he Oh, okay. We're good. We're good now. Yeah. So I'm like, amazing. That's great. Uh, So his first um, performance, Elvis's first performance, the women lose their minds. And because of his voice and his gyrating and with his hips, so, they all love him, but most people find him inappropriate and they want to cancel him and they don't want him on TV and they don't want, like, they just they don't like him. Um, I didn't really write much else. I will just say that I'm a really big fan of Baz Lerman. I really, I do. I really like him. Went a
0: little southern I there did. for a second. I, did. I really like him. I really
1: him. like him. I do really like him. I, I don't feel like this is like. Baz Lorman type movie like what we've seen from him before the performances were good Austin Butler is really good I I will give him that I can see why he got the the rave reviews that he did and got all the nominations and some wins like I can I can see it it just um it falls a little short for me and I loved Elvis like I went to his house in Graceland like I really I did really
0: was he there
1: no he was already gone oh yeah yeah going on up to the spirit in the sky um and then I did really enjoy the first 10 minutes and most of the anytime there was performing I did actually enjoy it it was just kind of all the stuff in between I just didn't I just felt like it was really long too like I was like long is okay if it's like engaging you know and I felt like they lost me a lot like I was like not dozing off as I'm sleeping, but dozing off as in, like, I my eyes are on the screen, but I'm not actually retaining things. Um, Tom Hanks's performance and accent were... I, I hate to say it. I mean, Tom Hanks is, like, a legend. But it was not my favorite performance of his. It was... Um, it was not good. I don't want to be mean. I hate being mean. You and gotta be honest i know it, yeah it just found it really hard to keep my interest and um that's that but i know the presley family really liked it so at the end of the day if they're having a movie made about their you know grandfather or father icon you know of the world and they feel good about it then that's fine that's great you know but it just for me wasn't my favorite Sorry, eek. I feel bad saying all that, but... Okay, I'm done. Okay. Okay.
0: Uh, my movie is 2000's Almost Famous. That was in
1: 2000?
0: 2000. Wow. Uh, written and directed by Cameron Crowe. Yes. 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Not bad. Pretty... I'd say I'm in that range, mm-hmm. somewhere in there.
1: Okay. A little low, but...
0: yeah <clears throat> uh, So... Online, it says it's two hours and two minutes. Um, It was not. It was like almost three hours.
1: Yeah, weird.
0: Two hours and 41 minutes. I
1: wonder if you watched like the director's... Co- or like the extended version or something. Could have been. Yeah.
0: Uh, Tagline, experience it. Enjoy it. Just don't fall for it.
1: <gasps> that's actually good if you know the movie. Yeah, that's, cause it was a that's very... A, yeah, because that...
0: Makes a lot of sense for the movie. It makes a lot of sense for the movie. There's some... There's more than one meaning in there.
1: Exactly.
0: Uh, so it is about a fifteen-year-old music lover uh, who lands a gig with Rolling Stone. He joins an up-and-coming band, Stillwater, mm-hmm. on an eye-opening journey. Despite re- reservations from his protective mother. Yes. Um, so we have Patrick. Fuck it. Yeah. Just I w- either was saying fuck it or forget about it. Yeah. That's how I was. Teach uh, it yeah fiji uh billy crudup kate hudson francis mcdormand jason lee zoe de chanel anna paquin philip seymour hoffman Mm -hmm. um there are also a bunch of guest appearances that i was not expecting we have like barely hit puberty jay baruchel yeah um eric stonestreet Mm -hmm. Um, nick Swartzen, jimmy fallon rain wilson just to name a few
1: Stacked
0: cast, very stacked cast. Uh, production. So this is semi autobiographical because Crow himself was a teen writer for Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, Brad Pitt was originally supposed to play Russell Hammond, mm-hmm. Billy Crudup's character, mm-hmm. but Pitt and Crow mutually decided that this wasn't the right role.
1: For yeah, him. I I don't li- I don't like that. I like Billy Crudup for this role.
0: I think Brad Pitt is. I don't want to say too pretty as a mean thing, but like, yeah, Russell Hammond has like an edge to him that Billy Crudup shows really well, which like I, I'll get to it when we get to the acting. Um, also, um, Jack Black and John Fav John Favreau both auditioned for Lester Bangs. Okay, which yeah, I could see it. Jack Black, I could see if you're going a way more like funny, over the top route. Yeah, John Favreau, I can also see it. The same yeah i, could, I can see
1: it but philip seymour hoffman come on it's
0: philip seymour hoffman mm-hmm. um sarah Polly was originally casted as penny mm-hmm. um but she dropped out at the same time that brad pitt did right um so then natalie portman was also considered for the for the role of penny i yeah. think she was a little too young
1: and i don't think she's got that like i don't know kate hudson has that thing like she has that rock and roll thing. And I think Natalie Portman's, I don't want to say she's too good girl looking, but there's something about her that I i can't quite see it.
0: And then uh, Meryl Streep also considered for the, the mother role. I mean,
1: Meryl Streep could play Batman, so whatever. But, but, but I think Frances is.
0: McDormand is really good.
1: No, I mean, she's incredible, but.
0: Um, sound, so obviously there's going to be a lot. I found it interesting that Alvin and the Chipmunks' Christmas time was like the first song played right. out of anything. Especially with the connection Jason Lee was in the Alvin and the Chipmunks movies. Um, Obviously, Tiny Dancer is probably the biggest song used in the movie. Um, I want to shout out the other artists in this, though. Simon and Garfunkel, The Who, The Beach Boys, Rod Stewart, The Allman Brothers, Leonard Skinner, Led Zeppelin, Cat Stevens. Mm -hmm. It wasn't as much of songs as it was just artists. Yeah. And the the time of rock and roll. Right. Um, Editing they do this radio interview where the guy is smoking a joint while talking to them and like falls asleep and the editing, just because they're just cutting in the scene so much between the radio guy and Jason Lee and Billy Crudup, like it's kind of going all around and they start, the guy falls asleep. So they start complimenting each other and swearing. Right. Now there's no one to tell them not to. Yeah. Um, And then same same kind of deal the tiny dancer scene where you're just cutting to everyone singing and you're in this horrible context of the movie of like how did we get here Mm -hmm. and then you just sing tiny dancer and everyone's good
1: we're good everyone was fighting and now we're good because we sang (laughs)
0: um i really liked so cinematography the opening is um someone handwriting ever like the actor names and the like production company i thought that was really cool and they used like cam camcorder footage for it um they get these t-shirts these still water t-shirts in which everyone is out of focus except for russell which and he's is not really even the lead singer no he's, he's the guitarist but he is he's not the front man obviously it's the lead singer but he is the most talented out of the group yeah so that turns into a whole fight and then um at the end i, I won't get into specifics but someone's on a plane and someone's watching the plane fly away so then they start chasing after the plane they're inside yeah but like they're look two people are looking at each other through windows that right. was that was pretty cool could be editing or cinematography um acting i could not believe billy crudup like mm-hmm. i know kate hudson is the star of the show but i just like every five minutes i was like Am- are we sure this is billy crudup because he's just so different looking now yeah like the long hair and mustache in the movie compared to you know the put together adult that yeah. he is yeah Kate Hudson is obviously incredible.
1: Incredible, thank you.
0: The best part of the movie. Yes. Um,
1: she just, I just want to say, she just has a way about her in this movie. The way she carries herself and the confidence and the the love of the music she has, like it just comes through us in her character so well. Mm-hmm. She's a band aid.
0: Uh, Pat Fugit, which I just feel like is saying it wrong, but. He plays this, he plays the kid and, you know, he starts off as the awkward teenager and just like throughout this, cause he's on tour with them. You could just see him and it's all in like subtle ways of like gaining confidence and he's interviewing the band members. And even, um, he asked Russell a question cause he, the whole time he's on tour, he just wants to interview Russell. That's who everyone wants to hear from. Rolling Stone is like, this is the guy you have to interview. Yeah. Even if he's not the lead singer, he is the main part of this band. Yeah. And he asks him a question, like, a really long, like, winded question. He goes, wow, when did you get professional? Like, it's just those little touches that I loved of, like, seeing this character develop from this awkward, nerdy kid to trying to get into not nerdy but just like this awkward kid well, trying he's to just a kid like he's, he's
1: 15 like he's you know he's never been away from his mother it's very controlling yeah and so now he's got all this freedom and you know it's like drugs sex and rock and roll
0: yeah the last place that his mom wants him to see <laughs>
1: exactly
0: so i just think he plays that very well and the character was written very well yeah. obviously if cameron crow experienced he's got some, some first-hand
1: some- knowledge
0: uh jason lee is the lead singer he is egotistical but honest Mm -hmm. like he is a very fascinating character i could have used some more philip seymour hoffman yeah
1: it's true
0: he is very much a side character he's just kind of the uh a shoulder for
1: like a voice of reason or like a like a mentor yeah yeah Yeah. Uh,
0: and then francis mcdormand just plays especially for the characters we see her play now and just the person that she is mm-hmm. like this is the last character you would expect her to play right um writing best lines um at the beginning they're talking about the difference between uh groupies and band-aids mm-hmm. and one of the girls is like we don't have sex with them just blow jobs, and that's it <laughs> right I'm Like you get them <laughs> yeah. good job girl power
1: right <laughs>
0: um the whole t-shirt argument scene is incredible anytime they argue is just right very well done yeah
1: Well, because it seems very authentic. Like, it doesn't seem like my line, your line, my line. So that's not how fights go, right?
0: Um, This line is repeated a couple times, but I love it. Uh, I'm telling secrets to the one guy you're not supposed to. Yeah. So first, it's, I don't remember It probably was Russell saying it to the kid, but then the kid repeats it back to him at one point. Mm -hmm. You can kind of just see, like, a nod, like, I see what you're doing. Yeah. Um, uh, Do you know uh, what your last words would be? cuz there's a Russell does say his last words. I am a god. I'm am, I'm am a golden god is oh, one I'm of them. A golden god. And then they um they try to get him to he's like, you know, maybe some different last words so then he goes i dig music i'm on drugs right
1: <laughs> and jumps
0: from a roof into a pool yeah
1: he shows he's up he shows up at this like house, house party, party
0: does acid yeah
1: and like because he's all mad at the band and they're all fighting so he just takes off and he gets in the car with like these randoms and they go party and it's just yeah and he's on the roof it's like i'm a god i'm a golden god and i'm on drugs
0: and then he's like maybe a different and then the difference was i dig music i'm on drugs
1: and then everyone cheers and he jumps in the pool
0: um i don't know why it's such a small thing but throughout this tour the kid keeps saying like i gotta like i have to go home yeah like Like, he's
1: in high school
0: like he is missing tests and graduate he misses both a test and graduation um but at one point he's sitting outside the hotel room uh a hotel room and Russell and Penny both come out, and they're just like, "Come to Cleveland, come to Cleveland." <laughs> yeah. They're just like repeating it at him. Yeah. And he just gives in. Totally. Um, one of one of their early conversations between uh, Penny was, "Uh, how how old are we really?" Yeah. Because like, yeah, we're eighteen. Okay, yeah. but like, how old are we really? And it just keeps going down until yeah, like she's sixteen and he's fifteen. Yeah. And which she says she's retired from being like a groupie. Right. Which she was probably doing that from a very young age
1: right i know
0: um the so there is a plane crash based on a true story i can't remember what band it was but it was a uh, something that happened to an actual band that leonard they used skinner. oh, was it leonard mm-hmm. skinner um and they just are all confessing things right. it's just the worst possible oh
1: maybe it's not that one i think leonard yeah anyways i know leonard skinner was an app but i'll do it you
0: um so they're all just like i slept with this person i did this i did that then one person i'm not gonna say it because it's such a good line only has one line in the entire movie and it's in this sequence i think you turn your mic off no like like there you go good yeah um so yeah, he has one line the entire movie and it's in this whole everyone's revealing stuff about their life. One person's like, Yeah, I did a hit and run. I have no idea if the person's alive. Uh-huh. I'm sleeping this person, I'm cheating with this person. It is just absolute chaos. Um so then finally, at the end, the kid gets his interview with Russell. Yeah. Out of what context you don't get to know that because you need to watch the movie to see <laughs> how it comes to fruition. But he just asks him. Russell what do you love about music mm-hmm. and he just goes well to begin with everything yeah and that's the only part you get to see the interview but it's really cool um Frances McDormand is a college professor and she's doing a lecture and you kind of she tells she's kind of spaced out and eventually she stops and goes rock stars kidnapped my son <laughs> and I was like if I was in that class I probably would have stood up and started clapping yeah Been like, for good, sure. f- good for him
1: I think it is Leonard Skinner but Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's it's saying Leonard's gonna plane crash. Yeah.
0: Outside of like Tupelo, Mississippi or something. Yeah, sure. Um, and then probably the best line of the movie is um, it's not super significant, but the kid is falling in love with Penny, and you could tell. And he's sitting in the bathtub writing. Yeah. And then she comes in to pee, and he goes i thought maybe we could hang out do some stuff back home you know like regular stuff get to know each other a little bit better then i would see you pee right and it's like okay you want to watch I don't yeah think, i don't think i've ever wanted to watch someone pee
1: right yeah no
0: um likes so the album collection so at first zoe Deschanel plays the plays a sister and she has to leave home francis mcdormand she says she says feck you instead oh. of a u right she uses an e just somehow different um, and she like runs away and becomes a stewardess but as she leaves she's like check under your bed like it's going to change your life and yeah. it's a bunch of albums right i couldn't remember all of them there are a lot of good ones in yeah. there um so that starts his his love of music and then um i never knew we would get a second place but um we have the second best quaalude scene in movie history <laughs> i know right can't top the wolf of wall street no know, but a no. uh, very close second
1: yeah it's good
0: um dislikes it's one of those we need to come up with a name for it but it just it's just an up and down movie where you turn the volume up because mm. they're talking and then they start playing music so yeah. it's super loud yeah um then the only other dislike is that just like the daughter who hates her mom they don't even talk they just hug and then she's back at home like everything's hunky dory right that was a little weird yeah and kind of unnecessary for the story yeah Um, but overall, if you're looking for a nostalgic look into the end of rock and roll with an up and coming band with band-aids, not groupies, thats um, and a young journalist who's the enemy, Mm -hmm. you'll love this movie. Yeah.
1: It's a good one. It's just like, in my well, you know, it's in my top five. Like, I just love it. You can see why I would like it.
0: Yeah. It's a, I think you get nostalgia from the movie. I don't have that nostalgia, so I don't think I have as much of a connection to it. Right. But I did really
1: enjoy it. Yeah. It's a good one. The music's great, and... Yeah, it's just... It's fun. I like when... um, I like when he's on the phone with his mom, though, and he's like, I love you, and, and everyone around is like, your aura is so great, and, like, they're talking about drugs, and they're talking about... And he's trying to talk to his mom, and I don't know. Like, there's, a there's so th- many funny scenes like that where you're just... It just seems so wild and crazy, but still safe. Like, it wasn't like...
0: Because they knew... Th- not new, but, like, they just took it as their job to protect them.
1: Yeah, and there was no, like, there weren't people, like, stalkers, and there wasn't phones, so nobody has video of it. So it's, like, it just seemed very freeing. Of just, like, you could party in a room, and just, whatever, nobody... Yeah,
0: he does get deflowered. He
1: does get deflowered. Let's deflower... I'm bored. Let's deflower the the just boy.
0: As as I was watching it, I'm like, this might be some R word. This, <laughs> he's got to say yes.
1: Right? I know. Yeah.
0: I'm sure he said yes.
1: I'm sure he was fine. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I'm glad you finally watched it because it's one of those ones that it's like, but that's like one of my favorite movies and I want you to see it. And
0: there's another one. There's
1: another one coming. Yes.
0: All right. Let's get into these needle drops.
1: Needle drop.
0: I never knew this was a thing until like a few weeks ago.
1: Nice.
0: Just that like I knew it existed, but didn't know it had like a name. No. uh, Like title drop was the same thing, which... Almost Famous didn't have like it was the Almost Famous tour. Like yeah. it was on a tour bus, but they right. never actually say it. Yeah. Which I, I think is good. It would it would have been like what did I watch last week? Somebody I used to know where it was just like, this you didn't need to do this. Right. You to didn't need it. to say the title. To get it in, yeah. Um all right, so we had thirteen planned. Yep. We have thirteen. I have thirteen. Okay. I do have an honorable mention. Okay. Um uh, my honorable mention uh is Gasolina. Uh, by daddy yankee mm-hmm. uh it was in benchwarmers benchwarmers one of the most underrated i will never make you watch it because you will not like it but okay. it's like rob schneider david spade that type of movie and they're like adults and start playing baseball against children okay um but then at one point uh this other team coached by tim meadows brings this like fully grown adult like has like a full goatee and um one of the best scenes he um was like the umpire like does this kid have like like an id or anything and he's like yeah so he hands him a piece of paper and it's uh, just a regular piece of paper with a picture of the guy and it says i am 12 oh. and then there's a ten dollar bill in it so the umpire puts it in his pocket and is like yep this kid's this kid's got legal documentation right. <laughs> so then this guy just starts destroying like uh, he's from the dominican because he like runs around the bases with a dominican flag and he's like Hitting home runs, striking everyone out, and gasoline is playing in the background. Nice.
1: So that's your first one.
0: That's my honorable mention. Oh, your
1: honorable mention. Sorry. Um. Well, I'm gonna start with Tiny Dancer because we already talked about it. But when they're on the bus and they sing the song, it's just um, it's just it all brings everyone together. It's the best scene in the movie too. Like it just, you know. And he's like, I have to go home, and she's like, You are home. And then they're singing and. You can see everyone's reluctant. They're all fighting. And then you just start singing, and it just, everyone's back together. And it's just a good, happy scene. So, mm. like, also, I, d- I also have it on my list. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you wouldn't, because it's just like, it's, you know, it's pretty significant for the movie. Yeah. Okay. Go
0: ahead. I had it too, so you can.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I did Twist and Shout, Ferris Bueller. You could also do the Oh Yeah one. Oh, oh yeah. Bomb, oh,
0: yeah. bomb. Uh, for some reason, when you said that, I wasn't thinking Ferris um, Bueller. I was thinking for Back to the Future. Oh, okay. He does Johnny B. Goode? Uh, Twist don't.
1: and Shout is in the parade scene. And he does another one, like an older, um, it's like a Frank Sinatra song or something. And then he does Twist and Shout. And so uh, anytime I hear it, that's what I think of. Like, I just think of that. And I just think it's, because it's a fun song too, right? Mm-hmm
0: um i've got uh can't take my eyes off you by frank frankie volley and the four season okay uh which is from 10 things i hate about you it's yeah. a scene where keith ledger is sitting singing to julia styles on the soccer field yeah great well choreographed scene and just a i think he's lip syncing yeah has a mic okay so that part's kind of weird but
1: well it's just to really get you in the mood
0: very cute of
1: like you know this guy's singing to me Hmm. you know even though he's maybe not like actually singing
0: it's not Frankie Polly it's
1: not um I did Unchained Melodies by um the Righteous Brothers it's from Ghost the movie Ghost and Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore like she's doing the pottery and he sits behind her and it's really sexy and I don't know I just picked that one because I think it's, you know, and in, in my era, when you heard that song, like that's what you thought of. So I think it was like a perfectly placed song. Could you put any song there? You probably could find another one that would work. But that one just really hit home. It's a good one.
0: Was um I don't want to spoil this if it's on your list, but it's Take My Breath away. Was that made for Top Gun?
1: I'm not sure. I didn't, Cause I didn't
0: have it because I didn't see it on any list. Yeah, I feel like it would be.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it was made for Top Gun
0: as he's discovering his homosexuality. <laughs>
1: Stop.
0: Um. All right, I have uh, fight the power. I can't remember. now. I can't read my writing. I haven't um, done that in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, by it's, public enemy, it was in uh, "Do the Right Thing."
1: Yeah, I was gonna say "Do the Right Thing." I remember that one. Yeah. Fight that's the a good power. One. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a really good one. Um, I did Layla. From Derek and the Dominoes from the movie Goodfellas. um, Because it's the sequence of like montage when they're murdering everyone. So you get to see like all the different murders happening and Layla's playing. So I don't know.
0: There's a couple of Goodfellas.
1: Well, Gimme Shelter was another one I was going to do. And yeah, like you could pick a couple. So, but I did Layla because I thought just the montage. I love a good montage and just like some murders, you know. Yeah. Mobster murders. It's good
0: i was about to say legal murders not legal no nope, no nope. um i have free fallen by tom petty yeah jerry J- Maguire. jerry Well, no, we
1: should have done that we should have been guessing but that would have been good
0: uh just him just <laughs> jamming out in the car but it's, it's how
1: it happens because he's trying to find music and it's like click click and every song is just like no 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 and then that one comes on and he just like just starts belting it he does right? he starts
0: like screaming it at the top yeah. of his lungs
1: um free like it's such a good like it's kind of that power song of like i'm free like i'm free falling i can do whatever i want leave me alone
0: wait wouldn't free falling mean you can't do what you I want i don't
1: know it sounds like you could uh i did i the tiger survivor for the movie rocky See,
0: i that? thought that was i thought it was made for it oh I, crap okay. it might it, it might have been made for like the first one but they used it throughout okay multiple well movies.
1: it's probably used a lot it's right it's probably used a lot so but i mean that one has so powerful in the like working out and the like the impact of the beats you can just you can feel the like workout so
0: you know
1: and so in our town near us we maybe have the tigers that play and so they use that song too and so it's just like it's very it's very reminiscent of a sports a sport sporting go sports go sports a sporting event uh,
0: i have one that i heard some people say that's actually swung the other way where it's made them dislike the song and oh, used no. in the movie okay. but thor ragnarok is one of my favorite movies and they do the immigrant song at the beginning and the end fight scene
1: oh, yeah what's no. up, them? nice yeah isn't that it? i think it's in truck too yes it is not truck Two, like truck the third Third, i think it is right yeah it is such a good one though um i put bohemian rhapsody queen for wayne's world yeah so like when they're in the car and they sing it like the song was popular like people knew the song but that song really put it on the map put the song on like people, yeah the like, movie
0: put the song on the map yeah
1: like because it was just it was then everybody started doing it and everyone started doing the like the head bang and you had the the actions and right some so. people
0: go high some people go low right everyone knows their role yeah you
1: gotta know your role
0: i'm a low I'm,
1: yeah i'm i am i can be low too but yeah
0: gotta mix it up yeah totally yeah so i also i also heard wayne's world
1: okay I did put You'll Be My Heart, Phil Collins from Tarzan, but that was then I realized I was made for the movie, so I had to add a different one, but I just want to say that I really love that song. Um, Benny and the Jets, Elton John from 27 Dresses. Um, So Katherine Heigl and James Marsden end up in a bar, and the song comes on, and they're singing all the words, and there's like a whole dance number, and it's so fun. Like, it's just a really fun scene so Benny and the Jets
0: um I don't have this on the list but it, you made me I've, when you said Rocky it made me think of in Creed cannot remember which one he come he walks out to Hail Mary by Tupac mm. which I had never heard and then I put it on my gym playlist right I want to shout that one out um but I'm gonna go uh, first Guardians of the Galaxy, Come and Get Your Love by Redbone. Right. And just, again, it's a song that has come back in such a big way now because of the movie. Totally. Obviously a great song, but younger people aren't just going to listen to Redbone. No,
1: for sure. Um, Super Freak by Rick James. In Little Miss Sunshine at the very end, she has her whole routine, Abigail Breslin, at the pageant. And Aaron gets up and is dancing in her family. And it's, yeah, to Super Freak, she's dancing super inappropriately for an eight-year-old and it's or 10 or whatever age she's supposed to be and it's amazing like yeah the way they're all dancing paul dano's up on the stage um steve Carell, alan arkin uh greg kinnear tony collette like they all her family gets up and dances so it's funny
0: um i have stuck in the middle with you by Steelers wheel yeah which is uh reservoir dogs yeah. one of just like probably the worst context in any any of these movies because it's literally a, a cop tied up probably gonna kill him and he's just like walking around singing here i am stuck in the middle with you so yeah that's uh that's funny a pretty brutal one
1: yeah um so t- britney spears toxic but this one isn't um there are no words it's like a musical and it's very like haunting and creepy. Um, and it's uh, the promising young woman because it's what the main character is going to do. And so she's preparing for it. And it's literally at some point her just walking. And it, the, the way it was like a perfect choice of song with this creepy vibe because you knew what was coming up. So like you. Mo- yeah, you knew. Um, so, I just, I don't, I really, I remember that really sticking out to me being like, ooh, that's a good one. I know, so itchy
0: today. Sometimes movies just fit so well with a song where it almost makes too much sense, which is why number five, I'm shipping up to Boston by Dropkick Murphy's, which is in The Departed. Yeah. No idea. I cannot remember what part that is, but it's just it's it's too perfect right you're shipping up to boston it's a movie about boston it's that or the town one of those movies had to use that song
1: totally um we both said all star um all star uh smash mouth for shrek
0: i didn't but oh,
1: okay but then meg said it and we were both like yeah, yeah that has obviously. To be. there's
0: quite a few from even like hallelujah from yeah shrek. we said the immigrant song yeah Quite a quite a few Shrek underrated music movie
1: for sure for sure so yeah all star. Uh,
0: next one was a song that I sang for months, weeks, and months after watching this movie, but uh, something in the way by Nirvana, mm-hmm. which was in the Batman, the newest one,
1: like through the whole movie (laughs) entire thing
0: and it just like it is such a like it's nirvana so it's a it's a grungy yeah song so it just makes so much sense for the character of batman yeah for sure but yeah played if i had to guess i would say at least four times
1: yeah i know it was played a lot for sure um i did where's my mind by the pixies it's in fight club it's when ed norton and helen bottom helen bottom a car wow i keep wanting to add oh i don't know why carter scene where like you know where they're standing there and the whole world's kind of like all collapsing around them anyways and then that song is playing it's pretty it's pretty epic like again are there other songs that could work probably but like sometimes you just hear it and you're like that is like the only song that will work for this that is the most impactful so for that scene i only have two more do you
0: um I'm on my number three. Okay. Which is um, Ain't No Mountain High Enough mm-hmm. by uh, Marvin Gaye and Tammy Ter- Terrell, 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 um, which is Remember the Titans. Okay. Played, that's uh, probably played twice. They play it in the locker room, and it's kind of how the, uh, the white and black players mm-hmm. kind of come together as singing this song, and then it plays in the end credits, and it kind of started that uh tick tock trend of like if every movie ended like a 90s movie and just kind of gave you the context of what ha- a- the historical context of what happened mm-hmm. but yeah ain't no mountain high enough yeah that's a
1: good one um this one um came to us today and it is easy a pocket full of sunshine for the for the montage scene um i've heard just like at one point she's just in the shower like it's like her weekend her her grandmother had sent her this card and when she opened it it was Pocket full of sunshine. At first, she's like, "Hate the song," and then she just p- keeps opening Keep, the card, yeah, and keeps listening to and it, it more and more. Yeah, she's like, one at one point, she's painting her toes. She's got it playing. She's like, it's just kind of throughout the in weekend the in the shower, putting her hair up. Like she's just ha- the whole weekend, and then it kind of di- like she's dancing around her room and like singing, and then all of a sudden it just dies, and was just like, "Okay, I'll just put it in the garbage then." <laughs> but yeah, it's a really, uh, it's yeah, she's like d- jumping around and stuff, and then all of a sudden it just dies.
0: Uh, number two could arguably be number one, but it's um, Hip to Be Square by yeah. Huey Lewis and the News, right. uh, American Psycho. Obviously, it's how the movie kind of evolves into the murderous space. Right. It's Jared Leto's character just sitting on the couch. There's plastic everywhere, and it's just Huey Lewis. He's talking about Huey Lewis. He grabs the axe and just.
1: That's it. Bye boom. bye.
0: Maybe. Or maybe not. Or maybe not. Maybe he just imagined it. Exactly. Filmed in Toronto.
1: Filmed in Toronto. Um, My last one I'm going to say is from the movie Coda. Um, And it makes me cry. Just think I can feel the crying coming. Um, It's Both Sides Now by Joni Mitchell, which is one of the most beautiful songs anyway. And then she is singing it to try and get into this school and her parents are there but they are all deaf because coda is um child of deaf adults and so she then starts doing the sign language as she's singing it and it's like it's just like it pierces your heart that that scene Woo, Woo. it's good all
0: right my number one is from (laughs) i don't know how i'm supposed to respond to that my number one is three songs from one movie and I don't care. I'm breaking the rules. It's one movie. So that's how I oh, decided it. Oh, I see.
1: It. That's how you got over it.
0: Um, So first, uh, actually, I'll say the three songs and I want you to tell me. You're going to know what movie it is. But the uh, first song, it's how the movie starts, is uh The Acoustic uh, Creep by okay. Radiohead. Yeah. And then towards the end of the movie, there is No Sleep Till Brooklyn by the Beastie Boys. Okay. And then the movie ends, and this will give it away, uh, The Dog Days Are Over by Florence and the Machine
1: um no i don't
0: know no that is uh guardians of the galaxy i was gonna
1: say it's probably marvel but
0: volume three nice most recent one it gives you all the emotions it starts with creep and you're like that's a weird song to pick but it just fits and then they have a hallway fight scene with no sleep till brooklyn and then uh, yeah, yeah. ends a with one. dog days are over which that song could make me that cry.
1: fight scene is good too right? very well choreographed yeah i think it's a one one shotter too yeah,
0: one shot and a lot of death and destruction
1: well,
0: and just w- like put in put in your headphones to fight yeah because that's always how they are not always but that's how they get the song to play is they put it into headphones and yeah. it's like that's kind of weird to right. like listen to headphones while fighting totally what if someone needs to talk hey look over there and then boom boom someone dies <laughs> uh so yeah those are our needle drops
1: that's the needle drop we both said that we could do this again like there's i mean obviously there's probably a bunch we missed music is so important it like shapes and narrates your the story so well and it adds so much feeling to it so there's gonna be probably this will be a series we do like maybe once a year or something
0: no like i, I was just thinking like baby driver like a lot of that movie like, yeah. especially like the opening scene when he's driving and it's like coordinated with him yeah, shifting for sure yeah all right next week we have um our imc this is um this will be post iceland
1: yes it will everyone you'll get to hear about my trip
0: um mud yep and then i watched or i'm going to watch drive and then we are gonna do a top 10 indie movies
1: yeah that'll be so hard there's some really good indie movies out there
0: i'm definitely gonna have to do some do some research yeah break it down break it down um That's so yeah it, yeah case got anything else
1: i got nothing else
0: all right then besides that we will see you next time
1: bye